This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaring.com. Today is actually Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to all our listeners. And it is the 28th, 2019. Just want to say, well, it's NFL Picks and Kits. But before we get to that, I want to say thank you to all the Patreon listeners. You guys support us over and beyond our normal listeners. And thank you to our normal listeners too. But especially thank you to our Patreon listeners. If you guys want to be Patreon listeners, go to Patreon.com. Search Digital Darren, Digital D-A-R-O-N, and just become part of the cr- of the click. That's what it's about. Um, we are very for, um, welcoming environment. We like family with our Patreon people. We like family with our normal listeners, but you guys like cousins. Patre- um, the Patreons are more like brothers and sisters. So, that being said, I, go ahead, Calhoun. No, I said, goddamn. <laughs> hey, membership having okay. privileges. Apparently, let's get one of them on the show. <laughs> we scheduling one. I think at the beginning of the year, we're going to have one of our Patreon listeners on the show. Okay. So, week 13 picks and kicks. As always, we start off with the Falcons, and let's talk about the Falcons. I think this is going to be the quickest I talk about the Falcons. I really well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You didn't uh, tell everybody what you think for. First off... Get a piece of the tofurkey for us, because you're talking to two black men that are vegan, uh, for the most part. For the most part. Uh, have you ever, so let's go down this path. Have you ever had like a tofurkey or whatever, or any of uh, those meals? You cooked one last year, didn't you? Wasn't it last year you cooked the tofurkey? I think it was the year before last, but I did. No, I was last. No, last year I did the um, lentil meatloaf, which was, eh, um, it was dry as shit. What you think the tofurkey was in, though? Yeah, the tofurkey the year before that was good, and the year before that, I did, um, you know, around Atlanta, all these vegan restaurants do the, hey, we'll cook you a vegan meal, a vegan Thanksgiving meal. And right, right. Well, Chris had one, didn't they, over there, Viva La Vega? I think they did, but I actually got Cafe Sunflower, and it was pretty good. It, it was overpriced like most vegan stuff is, but all that to say that Thanksgiving is one of those holidays where it's easier to be vegan, but I don't necessarily know if vegans get to enjoy the day like you want. So. Nah, you can't go into that turkey coma while watching the games like you would. Yeah, so that's where it's at. Let's go on to talk about the Falcons real quick. What's your? I have very little thoughts on the Falcons. Like I think they were sucking people in, myself included, and they wind up. You know, a lot of us thought they can go nine and seven just because they were winning. They beat two good teams handily, but ultimately. They proved they couldn't, and that's where that's where you can't make these mistakes at the beginning of the season because every team have an off game, and I think this was just an off game for the Falcons. But if you would have had your off game, if you if if you would have took care of business at the begin before the bye, then this off game wouldn't necessarily matter. So that's just what I think. I think it was an off now, game for them. Now, who you thought they were? To quote I, the late great Dennis Green, they, I, they are they didn't suck, they ain't suck shit. 
I thought they were, I thought they were gonna beat Tampa Bay anyway. And I was hoping they beat the Saints one of these, and I know they'll lose to San Francisco, but the Falcons are the fucking Falcons. They're a horribly coached team that has that are fatally that's fatally flawed in a bullshit organization. And it's just a lot of light has been uh, is being shined on it now more than usual. I'm looking at an article today. They was talking about Thomas Dimitrov finally and the blunders that he's had after the Super Bowl and how he signed and stretched out the uh, the fucking salary cap. The motherfucker said that. In order for them to draft, what we talked about last time, in order for them to draft, they have to cut people. They have to cut players. That's how bad it is. And they were stuck in the mud. They dug their heels in. You could have offloaded True Front. Detroit wanted Freeman. That was a two big contracts off the books with no problem. But you dug in your heels and was like, no, we're going what we have. In a one, in the year that we was losing, at the time of the trade line, it was one in fucking five, one in six. That's why it's pathetic to have that kind of that kind of front office. It's pathetic to have that kind of coaching. The magic worn off. Somebody else was calling the plays. And so you know how that goes. Now they gotta get adjusted to that. But the loser, Jameis Winston, in the fashion that they did, is inexcusable. That line is pathetic. There's a guy on Twitter I, I, I showed you to him uh, a couple few weeks ago. And he brought that line down. Jay Matthews had a horrible game. McGrady, uh, Caleb McGarrity has been getting his rookie lumps all year long. But they don't help him out either. At all. They don't coach him up. They don't help him out. They don't scheme for him. They don't do nothing with that young kid. It's, it's disgusting. It's ridiculous how they leave that kid out there on the island in his first year. It's pathetic. The coaching does nothing for it. And you have a head coach, and you have other head coaches in the building. I see Dirk Carter's over there, Greg Knapp's over there, uh, Malarkey's over there. You have all these fucking former head coaches, and nobody fucking see this kid in the yo. You're going to kill his confidence. Help the kid out. He got talent. Help this kid. You get Matt Ryan killed. Why they not send him down this beyond me at this point? You're going to get him killed. But you don't sit him down because you didn't drop the fucking young quarterback that you could throw in there to get some reps in. Who you can maybe use for trade bait or trade Matt Ryan. You haven't done that. So you still keep Matt Ryan throwing in a season where you're three and fucking eight. Ridiculous. Well, now I'm not on this team. It's pathetic of this team. You don't play those two games they had against the Saints and the Panthers and come back. Jeremy Winston throws two interceptions. Use the you lose to Tampa Bay, the team that has that's so one dimensional. It should be easy to go against them. They only throw the ball. Fucking the wide receiver gash they ass. Jeremy with James Winston work they ass. Yeah, but he also threw that, what two or three interceptions, right? And we didn't take advantage of none of that. Right, he threw two interceptions. So they are who you think they are. My personal opinion. Where do we go from here? Backwards. Well, I mean, everything about the fucking Falcons and organizations upside down, and as it should be. Same article was talking. Another article was talking about the PSL. You know how many fans are starting to renege on the PSLs? I hope a lot. It is, but that can also go on your credit record. They were saying it's not good for them all the way, but yeah. Motherfuckers are starting to renege on it. Why would you? Why would you not? How could you not? You have to pay 
thousands of dollars for PSL, then pay over a thousand dollars for season tickets. <laughs> like if you get the worst seat in the fucking stadium, you're gonna be out about two thousand dollars for season tickets. Because what's crazy, season tickets not even factor into the PSL sale. They're two different prices. It's two different. How do you even? How do you as Arthur Blank? How do you have the unmitigated gall, the balls? How do you have the nerve, you piece of shit, mm. to have PSL in that ragged-ass, ugly-ass state? How do you do that with a losing-ass franchise? You have some nerve, sir. Who the fuck are you? Well, people Who went for it, right? So. Oh, and, and it's time for them to goddamn go fuck themselves. Mm-hmm. And then have that product out there for the fans? Fuck out of here. <laughs> so, I think that ultimately the Falcons are going to fuck around and go 79, 6, and 10, 5, and 11. And it's just a wasted season. I think you out your mind. They're not. Go- they're going to win at least one or two more games. I think they may have one, but that's. I don't think they have no two games. I don't think you got five. They're going to beat Jacksonville. I don't think they just beat Jacksonville. Nick Foles look like shit. We're going to get to that later. but they. I think they beat Jacksonville and pull off a fluke win against somebody. They'll fuck around and beat New Orleans tonight, this week. They're not beating New Orleans. They're not beating the Panthers. They're not beating the Niners. Do you think they're going to go to Tampa Bay beat Tampa Bay? Maybe. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could, I could see a path to two, maybe three wins. I see a path to one. Maybe two. I think you're a jaded fan talking. I mean, I'm there too, but the Falcons are—they are what their record shows. Wildly inconsistent, but can beat anybody. Man, hey man, that coaching staff is a is a major problem. As long as that staff is there, I think if nothing else, they just get out coached. So think about it. I like Sean Payton over there. I like Ron Rivera over there. Quinn. Now, I'll give you Jacksonville, because that coach is a fucking moron. But I like, I like Bruce Arian over there. You wouldn't like Ron Rivera over... I mean, they're in the same boat. Ron Rivera and Dan Quinn. One, one team is 6-5, and five and one is fucking 3-8. and eight. Panthers are 5-6. and six. Give me Christian McCaffrey, then. He better than anything we got. Better than Julio? Better than anything we got this year. All right, so there's any more thoughts on the Falcons? Because I don't think I didn't even want to spend this long talking about. No, nah, fuck them, and they can go suck a fucking Falcons dick with A's on the tip. That, that's my take on them. All right, let's get to the you suck the um, who gets some head in the you suck award. I think you got to talk about the Jackson Five. Ain't that what everybody been talking about? <laughs> that son of a bitch go crazy. <laughs> I watch that game. That motherfucker go crazy. I love it. I love every minute watching that young kid, man. So action Jackson is the butt naked truth. So me and my wife, you were the best man in our wedding. We came out the ape shit. The song uh-huh. Ape Shit. Lamar Jackson yeah. goes ape shit out there on that field. And not to put to our, pat ourselves on the back, all of us on the Digital Darren Show predicted, and we said the Falcons need to go get him. Everybody said it. Yeah, every last one of us. 
So it's good to see him succeed. It's good that he succeeded in Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? Somebody who's not, they are on the rival. And they're a city who had a black GM. And a black GM had built them into a winner. So if, if it couldn't be the Falcons, I can't think of any other city better than Baltimore for him to do this. Anymore. I'm glad it wasn't the Falcons. We spoke about it over the test. They would have blew it. You imagine Dan Quinn with his hands on Lamar Jackson? They would have had him. They would have tried. They would have had him trying to throw in Matt Ryan's offense like Baltimore was doing last year. They would not have fired Greg Knapp, a dirt cutter. And neither one of them would have would have gotten uh, would have built an offense around him. Like it, thank God he didn't go here. They would have tried to have him on a stupid tree play like Kirk. They would have did what Kirby Smart did to Justin Fields. That's what they would have did with Lamar Jackson. So I'm glad he can go and showcase it. And I was just telling y'all, I don't remember the last time I've seen somebody play with the passion this kid plays for. I mean, maybe on defense, but definitely not on offense. This kid love every second of it. I think you see Brady Manning. Drew like Brees. I mean, he just got the sauce because he's black. I think Russell Wilson does. Not like this. Russell Wilson, not all of them, is, is less than all of them. Like, you see more Tom Brady than, like, Russell Wilson, but... I think Peyton Manning does too. Andrew Brees. I think they do it all in their own way. You know somebody who probably who play with a lot of passion, you just not that good. James Winston. Jamie Winston, but Phillip Rivers so oh Phillip Rivers, Tom Brady, Jamie Winston. They do that, but this kid is more so when I say that I mean his animation. He's more he's more animated than all of them. Like even when they tackle him and he's on the ground, he's in his helmet. The touch, the run he had when he was just shot a touchdown, he was ah, he go, he go crazy. They had a snippet of him a couple of weeks. John Harbaugh like, we want to go for Lamar? Hell yeah, coach. He, he's just when he steps on the field, like he hit a switch. And when that switch is on, Young can go crazy, man. I love it. That's who get my, that's who get my head award, and that's the only one that get it. I mean, it was a lot of good game, a lot of good performances. But only he gets that thing, man. I will say this. Felt good for uh, the young and for uh, the Redskins. Haskins. Good job. Got the first win. Went took himself with the fan instead of the nail down. You got to put things in perspective. He did that. I enjoyed it. I think Frank Gore got to get some heat. Like, we're going to talk about him in a separate podcast. I think you got third number, third leading rush all the time. We're not going to talk about it here because we're going to talk about it on another podcast. But I think he deserves some hit. That's a big accomplishment. Regardless of what you think of him as a player, that's a big accomplishment. Yeah, I'd say very little of him. Say that. We're going to talk more about that on another podcast. Never. But he deserves some hit. Yeah. Bro, who you got for your youth soccer one? You go first. Well, there's always room for my whole ass Falcons. <laughs> they suck. That's not all together. Uh, and then they got a garbage kind of touchdown, but the fucking Raiders. I, I didn't I didn't see the Jets beating them, and they beat the hell out of them, 34-3. Well, it's always the West Coast team go east and the 1 o'clock start kind of screw that team. Because Denver did the same thing and lost 20-3. So, yeah, that's exactly what it was, and Hey, man. And they aren't even in the same time zone. I think L.A. is an hour behind, you know, behind Denver. So, I think it's even more so. Yeah. Oakland, wherever they are. So. Dallas. That's I think a- you got it. the coaching staff of Dallas. It's time to fire Jason Garrett, point blank, period. When, 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 when the goddamn Jerry, Jerry Jones come out and throw him under the bus like he did, he probably will be fired. 
But I swear to Dallas to lose, though. Like, yeah, but that was a winnable was game. It was. And I'm pissed because I had Amar Cooper and them on my, they on my fantasy. But they lost squarely was, because of coaching. They did. They did. Jason Garrett's in the same boat as Jack Quinn and Ron Rivera to me. He is. But and, they and, lost because of coaching. Yeah. That's who, I'll give it to you. That's who get the use of what about Green Bay going and goddamn getting their ass beat out the frame with the San Francisco? Isn't it that? Well, you know, I have a high opinion of Kyle Shanahan, so. Uh, we'll leave it. I'll give him that. Let's get the old deck and them old Falcons. Let's do that. <laughs> All right, so let's go on the start. Know what you got Huh? It's Thanksgiving, so you know what that means. It's a lineup today, baby. Tomorrow is three games, so the first game, the twelve thirty game, is the Bears at the Lions. The line is Chicago by five. I'm gonna take Detroit. You said the line is the Bears at the Lions. The game of the Bears at the Lions. The line is Detroit. I mean Chicago by five. I got Chicago. I got Detroit. Do Chicago cover? No, I don't think they cover. But I got Chicago. Oh yeah, Matthew Stafford not playing. Right, Driscoll. Fuck it, I trust Jeff Driscoll from Florida over Trubisky. I go. I'm stick with Detroit. That's you write. Uh, you write down our picks. Nah, we have to read this to it. All right, I, I go back and I write all these down, buddy. I got Detroit. <clears throat> okay. Next, I got game. Chicago. Next game is Buffalo at the Cowboys. The line is Dallas by six and a half. Give me Dallas and the line. Yeah, I got Dallas and the line. I don't, I still, I'm still not sold on Buffalo. And granted, I haven't seen a lot of them besides Red Zone and some highlights and maybe one or two games. Maybe one. Then they've only shown one. I don't know if I've seen one. They the softest eight and three team I've seen in a very long time. I have not seen a team that bad at eight and three. I don't believe in them. I, I believe in them like I believe in Santa Claus. They some ho-ho-hos. Who's the next? We got one more Thursday game, but we're going to talk about that last as always. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that means. I know what that means. All right. We're, keep it rolling. Who you got? Let me, well, this ain't the worst game in the NFL this year, but you got the Jets at the Bengals. The line is New York by three and a half. So and I, The only game that was worse was Miami against the Well... Two bad teams going to each other is always good in a good football, though. But I think the problem is, and this is the problem with the Sam Donalds and Trubisky's of the world, if you're a real fan. Like, they get the, because they're so sorry, they get these pad games where they, so they can push them to 8-8, eight and eight, and then you'd be like, boy, they got better this year. When they really didn't get better, they just beat up on a bunch of scrubs. Right. So. They just got a bad team, and that's what they have here. I'm going to go with the Jets. Bengals are. Ooh, the Bengals are. Give me the Jets and give me the line. So, give me the Jets and give me the line. This is a season that the Bengals are just. They're going back to Andy Dalton, which I do think is a good thing. It gives them a fighting chance to win a game. But, I don't know. It's just. They're horribly coached, too. They're horribly coached. Horribly coached. Horribly ran as well. I got the Jets, though. Next one o'clock game is the Titans at the Colts. The line is the Colts by two and a half. Ryan Tannehill been on fire, and I can't believe I just said that sentence. But you never beat the shit out of that one over the Jags last, this last week. Yeah, 
He has been on fire. Um, but I'm going to go with Jacoby Brisket. Even though... I'm going to go with Tannehill. I'm going to go with Tannehill. You going with Tannehill? Yeah, I can't believe I'm saying that. I cannot believe I'm saying that. But I'm going to go with Tannehill. I mean, if you're watching how they play, you know who you're really going with? Fucking Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, he going crazy too now. Jesus Christ, he going crazy. He's, boy, he beating everybody up. You get in a real dog fight with that guy. I mean, that's not a bad one to go with, man. I'm not saying. And then the Colts don't have their starter running back. Their wide receiver started banged up and been banged up. T.Y. Hilton, also my fantasy. Jacoby Brisket is banged up. So that's not bad, but I'm going to go with them, though. All right, next one o'clock game of the Eagles and the Dolphins. The line is filled by 10. Give me the Eagles. I really don't think they cover, but I'm going to say they cover, but I, it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't cover. I got the Eagles and they don't cover. You talk about a soft serve team, you write about this. Those folks was well overrated going into the season. Horribly overrated. It's time to get – they can't move on from Carson Wentz. Like, them and the Rams in the same situation. I'm going to go back to our – it wasn't our $100 million podcast. It was a podcast where you said certain team won't win because they just gave they, whoever the quarterback was $100 million. Add the Rams and no, no, that was the podcast. But it was after that podcast when somebody signed a hundred million dollars. You said they won't win because they just signed Matthew Stafford for a hundred million dollars. It may not have been him, but somebody on that level. Carson Wentz getting a hundred million dollars and Jared Goff getting a hundred million dollars. You can cancel the Rams and Eagles for winning the Super Bowl. Jared Goff really fucked them for though. I'll take Carson Wentz over him. It's not far, but boy, Jared Goff trains. Awesome. That game Sunday, oh boy, that's who should have got my use up. That game against Lamar Monday was, boy, Jared Goff looked like trash. All the way trash. Yeah, but Carson Wentz don't look bad, but the teammates don't like him. And he's not producing enough to where he can be the asshole with teammates don't like him. Him and, him and Doug Peterman ain't got that mojo like him and Nick Foles had. Doug Peterman and Nick because you see it, Nick Foles don't look like shit. This all look like shit uh, with Jaguars. But with goddamn Doug Peterman, he look like a Super Bowl MVP. Same thing goes for uh, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has talent. And he has a lot of it, actually. But, boy, they don't match. But I'm still going to go with the Eagles on this guy. Next game is the Packers at... I'm going with the Eagles, too. They don't cover. I agree with you. Um, next game of the Packers at the Giants. The line is Green Bay by six and a half. Give me the Packers. Give me the line. Give me the Packers and go for the line. <laughs> the Giants look horrible. That's another team that need to get all that shit in a row. It's amazing front office and coaching how bad your team can look. They have some talent, but they, they don't have enough. And you got to get a line if you want to have a running game. They got the best running back in the game. But it doesn't matter if you don't have a, if you have a shit line. Next is the Browns at the Steelers. The line is Cleveland by two. Give me Cleveland. Give me Cleveland. I hope they go ahead and finish Mason Rudolph off. He's not even starting this week. They bitch oh, because he's been so shit. So let's back up. You know who gets some head? Mike Tomlin. This is a masterful coaching performance. And what's so impressive about him, he didn't get caught up in the bullshit surrounding Mason Rudolph and start him extra just because he got caught into the whole Miles Garrett situation. He realized this dude sucks and got him out of there as soon as possible. Right. And Mike I do Tomlin think, I think that when you're stuck, when you're six and five, and you, when you're a Pittsburgh situation, you've been battling this whole time. You get in the playoffs and see what you can do. 
I'm going to say this, man. Mike Tomlin is coach of the year. And I don't even think it's close. I I had the I thought this the I thought Pittsburgh was gonna look like the Bengals honestly they have nothing and then he came away he literally stepped in shit and came out smelling like roses it's amazing to me uh, it's amazing to me that being said I got Cleveland in this game though I do too the next and game then, is the Redskins at the Panthers the line is Carolina by ten. Give me Carolina, but not the, not the 10. Panthers get that mojo back about um, a 10. Possibly Redskins trash. <laughs> Give me them in the line. Redskins horrible. They are, but, I mean, you, te- you said you want the 10, too, because I can't see Carolina covering 10. Allen ain't that good to cover 10. No, but McCaffrey is. And they, and they run everything through McCaffrey. Carolina wins. I don't take the line. You take the line. Yeah, I take the line. Because one thing about the Redskins, man, they're trash on offense. I mean, just last week they had the coach, I mean, the the, the quarterback begging on what can he do to help the line block. They can't get it going at all, man. Give me give me Carolina and give me the goddamn. Give me all along. Give me all 10 of them things. The next 1 o'clock game is Tampa Bay at Jacksonville. The line is Tampa Bay by 1. It's a hard game to call because you know it's two people you don't know what you're getting from either one of them. They're so inconsistent week in, week out. Boy, it's so inconsistent week in, week out. I uh, I go with their Ed Jaguars. I'm going to uh, go with the better coach. Give me Bruce Aaron. I go with Tampa uh-huh. Bay. They cover. Well, if they win, they cover. They win by one. I don't know why this, the next game is one o'clock, but it's the 49ers at the Ravens. Hold on, hold on. I haven't picked it. I what do you take so long? Ah, boy. It's a hard one. I'm sorry, listeners, for me. Being so, that is really like the mediocre bowl of all time. It's going to be like a real slobber document. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with your. Your used to be ten. Nah, fuck that. I'm going. I'm going with. Uh, nah, I'm going with the Jets. Fuck it. All right. Next one o'clock game. I don't know why they haven't flipped this to eight o'clock. They gotta switch that game. Forty nine is at the Ravens. The line is Baltimore. My six. Baltimore wins by way more than six. West Coast team. West Coast team coming east. If it stays at 1 o'clock, Baltimore easily covers. If it goes, if they flitz this game, I think the line goes down. I'm going to say it again. They have to flex this game. They have to. That is the best game that's going to be. That is, that, is a, that is a possible Super Bowl matchup. They have to flex that game. Uh, one thing about it, boy. Two, the best one, two run. Run defense. I mean, a run game. Great defense. I'm going with Action Jackson, though. Fuck Garoppolo. You already know how I feel about Kyle Shanahan. He could go fuck himself with a barbed wire deal, though. Fuck Kyle Shanahan. Give me the Ravens, baby. Yeah, the Ravens win, and they cover. I said that. All right, who else you got here? Full five game of the Rams at the Cardinals. The line is the Rams by three. 
Especially that shows you how trash Jared Goff is. Yeah, because he's gonna be our player by Kyler Murray. And I don't even have a doubt about that. He, Kyler Murray don't have the receivers, no the line, no the team, no the run game, no none of that. But Kyler Murray can play. Jared Goff is trash. The only reason why I'm not going to have Kyler Murray in this game is because of fucking, you know, Aaron Donald. And they just have way more talent than Arizona. But Jerry Goff is a problem. I got the Rams winning, though. I got the Cardinals. I ain't bad. I got the Rams. All right, who you got the next one? The next game is the Chargers at the Broncos. The line is the Chargers by two and a half in Denver. I'm going to take Denver. I'm taking the Chargers. Philip giveth and he taketh away, but I'm gonna take I'm gonna take charge. Next game is the Raiders at the Chiefs. The line is Kansas City by ten. Give me Kansas City, but they don't call. Give me Kansas City. It's amazing to have the whole AFC West playing. I got the Kansas City though. Do they cover? You said ten? Yeah. Nah, not a division game. Not just like nah. The 8 o'clock game and the Patriots at the Texans. The line is New England by three. Give me New England and give me the line. Well, they don't flash that fucking game. That's a good game, too, though. Well, that ain't that San Francisco Ravens game. That got to be national attention. All right, I got the Patriots in this one. Do they cover? What's the, what's the line? Three, New England. Yeah, they cover. Last game is Minnesota at Seattle. The line is Seattle by three. I'm going to take Seattle in the line. The 12 man going to be a factor. That's going to be a good game, I think. I got uh, Seattle as well, though. For the runner-up in the MVP race, Russell Wilson. <laughs> and the last game is the Falcons. It's always with us. The Falcons at New Orleans. I mean, New Orleans well, at I the Falcons. The, the line is New Orleans by seven. Thank you for ruining the rest of my night. I got New Orleans and I got I got them by twelve. I got New Orleans. I got double digits too. Twelve, thirteen. They're gonna beat the hell out of the Falcons. That's a good, good match. Uh, I'm kind. I, do you want to see your home team lose on national TV like this? If it means getting rid of firing everybody who needs to be fired, yes. This is the only way that happens, right? If they get embarrassed on national TV, right? I need them embarrassed. Do you want? Do you want the Saints to beat the Falcons? No, no, no. Falcon fan want them to beat the Falcons. No, and everybody, it's two teams. I said on the podcast, it's two teams I don't want them to lose to, and that's the Saints and San Francisco. That's it. Well, they've beaten the Saints one time this year, so you should be at least somewhere happy. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm good with it. We can split with them balls. I'm good with it. But they need to be blown the fuck out and embarrassed. I need Arthur Blank. To be to feel the way, to feel the same way Jerry Jones just felt. That's what I need. I need him to be disgusted. <laughs> oh God! Uh, he he has a high tolerance. I don't think he gets disgusted that easily. <laughs> Hopefully, Sean Payne can change that. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to this. Been digital Make sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend. <laughs>